Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, ask for the Pork Fanatic. Shaved smoked pork loin tossed in Jethro's original barbecue sauce. Topped with American cheese, fried pickles, and crispy onion strings. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Uh, bottom of the hour, probably a little bit before that, Tom Kakert covers Iowa for HawkeyeReport.com, part of the Rivals Network. Claxton's Barbecue giveaway, about 11.50 as well. Off to Vegas we go. He's our guy from Circus Sports. Of course, Circus Sports here in the state of Iowa. You can download the app at the App Store. Mike Palm, Director of Operations, joins us. How are you, Mike Palm? Good morning, Trent. Good morning, Ken. A good Friday morning to all the listeners. Indeed it is. Uh, absolutely. So, um, basketball, I want to go back before we go forward. The play-in games kind of essentially standalone, right? We didn't have anything last night, but two Tuesday and then two on uh, on Wednesday. Um, busy night, uh, considering it was the NBA, and it's, I guess it wasn't probably busy in, in Iowa, although I'm anxious to know if you have those numbers, but uh, what was the uh, what was the book like as far with just two NBA games and a slate of baseball? Yeah, it was good on Tuesday because you had uh, the Golden Knights were playing uh, at Vancouver. You had the Padres were playing at Hall were playing, and uh, and then the two playing games with the Clippers having a little bit of interest uh, in the second game. So Tuesday was better in terms of action in the book than, than Wednesday was. On the local front, you know we uh, we talked about it back when we were out there in March. Just how little handle you guys have done in the NBA here in the state of Iowa. T Wolves are. Our local team, for all intents and purposes, we have the G League affiliate, of course, here in Des Moines. Did you guys see any difference, any bump up with the T Wolves playing in that game against the Clippers in the state of Iowa? Yeah, we wrote a little more than we would on a normal NBA game, which isn't much. I mean, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't crack five figures on it. So, wow, uh, we wrote a little bit, not, not much. Might maybe in the series you'll see some series prices. Could be an interesting series with the Grizzlies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to write a ton, not specifically in Iowa, but a lot of action already on this Cleveland-Atlanta game tonight. Uh, some sharp, sharp money on the Hawks, uh, even though they're a road favorite here. I think we're seeing some public buyback, thinking you know when it got to three, the home team, all four home teams won in the playing round so far, all four unders too. But uh, it'll be interesting. But I think this will be a pretty heavily uh, bet tonight, the first game. Yeah, it's interesting you meant you bring up the totals with the unders being uh, so far the side to be on. It, it really does, there really is a difference, isn't there, Mike, between regular season basketball uh, and, and the playoffs when it comes to the totals because they play defense in the playoffs and, and it, it's hard to find a team that really commits to the defensive end of the floor during the long regular season. You could that, that may be a trend that you should watch, right? Absolutely. You know, and there's some of these NBA coaches that don't get involved in the defensive game plan. Head coaches I'm talking about during the regular season. But like Ty Lue with the Clippers, I mean, he takes over the defensive game plan uh, during the playoffs. So there's a lot more emphasis on defense. Yeah, look at those totals. You had those 230s, you know, we saw some of those in the play-in game. And now tonight with the Clippers, 216. So, I mean, there's definitely going to trend down. And, and I still think there's value in the unders. 
one of the first theories that I ever bought into as a gambler some 25 years ago was the zigzag theory in the NBA. And it's been around for a long time. Books now seem like they have caught up a little bit. Do you subscribe to the theory? I know it's not something where it's an automatic play every single time. Do you think that's still part of the betting process when you're betting NBA playoffs? And to a certain degree, you're in a couple of weeks, the NHL playoffs. You know, for me, no. Um, But my partner uh, on decent, Amal Shaw, definitely believes in the zigzag and still bets that way in the playoffs. And you're right. You see the books shading that number towards the loser of of a first game or the loser of a game two heading to a game three because so many people do subscribe to that. I think less so in the NHL. The NHL tends to be teams that get hot, teams that don't, and the books try to anticipate the hot goaltender there, Mm -hmm. which has so much weight. Uh, with the hockey. Speaking of speaking of getting hot, you must be on pins and needles because you've got the Golden Knights at a pretty good price to not make the playoffs. <laughs> They're creeping closer, Mike Palm. You know, I was worried. I'm worried about the Kings, but look at that Kings schedule. It's a really easy schedule the rest of the way out. They they post Columbus tonight. They get the Kraken twice. Oh uh, my! It's just easier schedule than the Knights. I don't think the Knights can catch Dallas or Nashville. I think. Maybe Nashville. Maybe Nashville, know. yeah. I mean, I can get off of it right now. It's still at a plus price on the yes, uh, a small plus price. I mean, I got 9-1 to one on the no before the season. I can still get I can still get around. Yeah, last night didn't help. It dropped it down from dropped it down from like 215 down to 145 because they got two. Predators got none, and Dallas got one. So I can probably find 150 still to get off the bet. So, so, what's, so what's the reason for the Golden Knights turnaround? Any, any theory? Well, I, I I don't know if it's turnaround here. I mean, they they played a good game last night, but look again, they put Logan Thompson in goal. Yeah, the lefty. I, th- I think you have to play him. Leonard mm-hmm. is just if you pass the puck across the front of the net, Leonard can't go post to post. He's just so big and immobile, and teams have figured that out. I mean, Vancouver between the two games five times scored just on the pass across the top of the mouth. I mean, teams figured that out. This Logan Thompson at least gives them a chance. They beat a good goalie in Vancouver or in uh, Calgary last night. Got down one to nothing, and then really dominated the game after that. So credit to them; they've got a shot. Uh, they'll need some help along the way. So uh, let's go back a little bit to the Masters last week. Overall, yeah, Tiger didn't win. He did make the cut. How that turned out for you guys, and then Scotty Scheffler really dominated the tournament. He was, of course, the favorite going into the weekend. Favorite going into Sunday. People, I'm going to guess, kept adding money to that. What kind of result was it for Circa Scotty Scheffler ultimately ultimately winning the Masters? Oh, it was a terrific result. Uh, one of the best we could have hoped for. Mm. Not too many people bet him once he got to be 2-1 to one as yeah, a favorite. People sure. don't want to lay that in golf. They'll still try to take shots against him, take 4-1 to one or 5-1 to one on the guys that are, are following behind him. I mean, we were sweating the, the 18th hole uh, on Saturday pretty hard because, you know, if he makes 7 there when he goes out of bounds, it's a whole different tournament. But he makes 5, and I think it was cruise control the rest of the way. We win, obviously, big to note Tiger not winning to Tiger. Uh, to, to, to Tiger, uh, actually, to Tiger making the cut wasn't that bad of a result because some some people bet him to win or they bet him also not to make the cut. You know, they hedged their bet a little bit. It was really good. The handle was great. The handle ended up being 
almost three times as much as it was last year. Wow, and you said it was going to be big three times. That's unbelievable. So I don't recall, Mike, as many times, as many days, many hours as I've spent in uh, in sports books over the years. I mean, there's nothing like football, right? Uh, when when something happens in a football game, NCAAs is spectacular too. But what's golf like? I mean, what's a Masters Sunday like in the book as far as the oohs and ahs and the and the excitement level? It can't come. It can't rival. And nothing rivals football. I'm assuming. But what's a day like in the books for a major tournament? You know, for this tournament, because Scheffler got out to the big lead, it it was more subdued on Sunday. A lot more with Tiger on Thursday. As Tiger played the back nine so well on Thursday, there was a lot more excitement there. I'll tell you, these NCAA tournament games, uh, you know, when you got to the the Elite Eight, the Sweet 16, even the first rounds when you got a nail-biter or an upset in the making, they get pretty jammed up in the book too. People running around acting crazy, like <laughs> like an NFL uh, like an NFL Sunday. So I mean, we see the intensity of, of the college basketball continue to increase. I mean, the NCAA has done a great job marketing their product, and they just now the conference tournaments are a big deal, and mm-hmm. the second weekend of the tournament is a big deal, and they just they just keep making it bigger and better every year. And now the West Regional Final in Vegas next year, so we can't wait. Wow. Going to be huge. I'm really looking forward to that and a Sweet 16 and Elite Eight and a Super in Bowl to come Vegas. the following yeah. year. Woof. Things are uh, certainly trending up for Las Vegas. Mike, uh, let's jump over to baseball. It is a grind betting baseball day in and day out. You have to, money management is an important part of it. You're going to have streaks where it doesn't go very well. We got a lot of new gamblers, more sports bettors now getting into it. Maybe they were just a football player, but they want to try baseball. What are a couple of nuggets that you would give to new baseball bettors? How to, how to get involved and how to figure out how you want to do it over the course of a season? Well, I think you have to, you have to look for, you know, spots. I don't ever believe in, look, in the best teams in baseball win 60, 62% of their games, right? So I think throw out laying, laying over $2 in baseball. I'll never lay more than a dollar 60 in baseball. Personally, that's just my theory. Look, look at what the best teams records, five and two. I mean, you know what I mean? There was after five games, nobody had was undefeated or nobody had not won a game. Baltimore's pretty bad, but even they beat the Brewers the one game. Um, so baseball, you're not going to have the results like in a college football game where there's just one team so much better than the other team, right? And the, and the best hitters are unsuccessful seven out of ten times. So I always look to try to play dogs in baseball or play totals in baseball. And when I play totals, I play the first five because, you know, these bullpens, especially with the shortened spring training, become more and more prevalent because starters, you're only seeing starters go four, five, six. Kershaw, perfect game. 80 pitches, he, they didn't even let him go out and take the eighth inning. So I try to limit it to handicapping the starting pitcher, handicap the two teams, and then either try to take a dog to win the game or take a, a total, a first five-inning total under. Hmm. Uh, back to the NBA, Trent, you're done with baseball. You, your, your partner, Amal, is really good on the NBA, uh, and I know there's a lot of folks that uh, will gravitate to the NBA now that the college season uh, is behind us. I think that you'll see an, a, a significant uptick. At least I'm hoping that's the case here in the state of Iowa when it comes to wagering on the NBA. Is is there a team that, um, you know, an opening round matchup, like there's a lot of folks, and maybe it's just the proximity and the fact, as Trent said, the, the, uh, the T-Wolves G League team is in down downtown Des Moines. I think that there's going to be a lot of people betting on Minnesota to get past Memphis, but is there is there a team you're zeroing in on, Mike, that you know uh, that won't maybe not make it to a final, perhaps, but might have an upset brewing in the first playoff round? 
You know, I was all excited to try to play Dallas out of the West, and then, you know, it doesn't look like Doncic is going to play at least the first two games in Dallas. I mean, the the series price is ludicrous. The series price is telling you he's not going to play at all. Utah minus minus 310 as the road team, the five team against the four. So throw that out the window. Um, I like Toronto. I like Toronto to beat Philadelphia, but so does everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, that scares me when everybody's on a dog, too. A trendy dog sometimes is something to stay away from. But, you know, with Thibault not being able to play when they go to Canada for Philadelphia, yeah. I mean, he's a defensive player there. Who's going to guard uh, uh, Siakam, right? I, I think Toronto has a huge advantage when they're at home. If they win one game in Philadelphia, I think they could win that series. And then, you know, everybody says net Celtics. They're, they're looking forward to that. That could have been an Eastern Conference final ends up being a first-round matchup that, that people are looking forward to. Amal still thinks it's the Bucks to lose, and he likes them to repeat. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you handle Steph Curry as far as how you handle him at the books? He says he's going to play. Uh, I mean, how, he can't play. He can't go the distance, can he? No. He, he, it's certainly built into the line, yeah. especially in the, in the first game. The line is probably two points off of what it would be if he thought he was healthy. Uh, and then you'll be able to adjust more from there after you see him play in game one. I certainly think he will be playing more than Doncic will for Dallas. Bulls Bucks, not much of a chance for the Bulls against any good team this year. They have really struggled, and uh, that's playing out in the series price. In fact, I bet it because it felt like a sure thing to me. Bucks, they were minus eleven hundred. I put a pretty significant wager, at least for my bankroll, in on the Bucks because it felt like free money. I see it's now from minus eleven hundred the Bucks to win the series up to seventeen hundred. Hmm. I'm going to guess you guys are just begging for a Bulls bet. You know, it opened minus minus seven hundred. Jeez, and wow! There, and nobody's betting the Bulls at all. It, a lot of people betting the Bucks uh, to sweep, mm-hmm. which is like uh-huh. only like two sixty, yeah. plus two sixty, and then the Bucks in five is like plus two ninety or three dollars. Why? I just there's a you know you can find in different shops like prop like Bucks minus the game and a half, uh, or really? Bucks minus two and a half to say it will go four or five. Um, that's a plus price. I kind of like that Bucks minus two and a half at like a plus one forty. Yeah, I don't think this is going six games. No, no, no <laughs> I'm I'm with you. Uh, last thing for you, I, I did see some Twitter out there. People are starting to wonder when. <laughs> I don't want to miss Circa Million sign up. When are we gonna When are we gonna start uh-huh. going on that? Uh, and, and your response was, um, well, we don't have a schedule yet. It's kind of hard to determine that. So once the NFL schedule comes out. Uh, and I know that we're going to try and get something going here in the state of Iowa as far as some of our listeners, but making their way out there with us. When uh, the, when the schedule comes out, how much time will you guys need to dot all the I's and cross all the T's for Circa Millions, et cetera, 2022? You know, we've written up rules, like three different rules varieties, based on how they might lay out games over Christmas. Because um, that's the key for Survivor, really not that important for the million. Right. So we always announce them at the same time. Typically, the NFL will announce on a Wednesday their schedule. We we ready to open on that Friday, so you know, like thirty six hours after they announce it, we would publish it and be taking up signups. So um, we're 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 in a good spot, just waiting for them. No, typically they've announced it right before the draft, but they said this year they're going to announce it in May. So we're looking. I think either either the uh, I think either the the first the second Wednesday in May. The 11th or the 18th is what they've indicated. They're going to put it out at one of those times. Hopefully, the 11th. Yeah, for right? sure. And then we could then we could fire away like at the 13th of May uh, to start taking sign up. 
enjoy the weekend, Mike Palm. Uh, good Friday and, of course, Easter Sunday to you and yours. Your daughter too early to realize what the Easter bunny is, I'm guessing, right? <laughs> She is, but uh, but the other two are, are, Absolutely. are six and about to be five, so they, they appreciate it. Happy Easter to all the listeners. Have a blessed weekend. Indeed. Mike, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, I'll, I'll reach out, trying to maybe get you on the TV show Wednesday if your schedule allows, okay? All right, perfect. Thank, good to talk to you. Mike Palm, Circus Sports. You can download the uh, Circa app here in the state of Iowa as uh, Circus Sports is open for business in Iowa, Colorado, and Nevada. It's a great book. Uh, it really is. Talked to our buddy Dave over at the Chicken Coop. Did he, he was stop in, by? He was in Vegas last yeah. week. He showed me a picture of him right in front of the sports book. <laughs> it's a sight to behold. And it is. As Ken, as you mentioned, we're working on some details to invite our listeners a out there with full us. of them. Yeah, let's, let's just fill up a plane of KXNO listeners. We're going to have a real fun time out there. We're going to get people signed up for whatever contest maybe you're interested Mm -hmm. in. Are you going to dabble this year? Yes, why not? Which one are you going to do? Survivor. You're going to do Survivor. I think so. If you do Survivor, I might do the other one. Okay. Or maybe I'll do both. Well, maybe we should just put our money together and split it and we'll do both. We could do that. Um, I don't like the way you pick games, though. (laughs) Yeah. I think it would lead to more arguments. That's than probably true. We should probably stay on our own. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be a blast. Mm-hmm. Going to be a blast. By the way, speaking of Vegas, so I'm gonna be out there in May on my way back from spent a couple of days there. Mm-hmm. I found Allegiant. Allegiant's still nonstop. Yep. Sixty three bucks. Wow. Vegas to Des Moines. Nice. That's crazy low. Now you still they nickel and dime you by the sure. time you sit down and get your bags. I think it ended up being like a hundred and seventy bucks because I wanted to pick my seat. And, you wanted to pick your seat. Uh, yeah, of course I want to pick my seat. I don't want. I want to be in the middle. I want to pick my seat. <laughs> and then you got to pay for the bag. It's but still, I think I got to wait for like a buck sixty for a direct flight. For a direct flight, that's good because Southwest isn't flying direct anymore, and it's a. Is it coming back in the fall? That's what they said at the air. That Des Moines International said that. Let's hope so. Oh, my gosh. It was such a great... I mean... That's what we did this past summer when we went out. Yeah, it's the only way to go. Yeah. Now, Allegiant's got no Wi-Fi, right? You Didn't you fly... No, you no, flew Frontier. Frontier. Ooh, you think Allegiant nickel and dime. Ooh, I do t- think so. They take it to another level with Frontier. I haven't flown Allegiant since Southwest came to Des Moines. I had a Fred Flintstone to get that plane moving, I think. <laughs> yeah, the, the, underneath it. Uh-huh. Uh, I wonder if Allegiant's... I don't think they have Wi-Fi. If it is, you got to pay for and it. And can you buy a newspaper anymore? Oh, of course. You can? You can get a newspaper, download something on your phone. That's what you do. Just download a movie before you go. But there's no Wi-Fi. Well, right, but it's already downloaded on your phone. You don't need Wi-Fi I didn't if know it's that. already you downloaded. Don't need it? Yes. I'm going to show you some stuff. I wish you would. <laughs> I wish you would. Um, yeah, because, I mean, it used to fly. Everybody's reading a yes. paper. Nobody's reading a paper now. There's not a paper on a flight. Get a USA Today. Get a local newspaper. Yeah, a tabloid. How about a magazine? Maybe, but it's going to be a different experience. But for sixty-three bucks and a non-stopper, how about hello. we get, we'll get Bull Durham downloaded for you? No, I don't want to watch Bull Durham. No, Major League. No, no. I don't want to watch it. I don't know what else to give you. Yeah, I don't know what movies are out there. Anyways, uh, eleven twenty-five. Uh, Claxon's Barbecue Giveaway is about 25 minutes away, about five minutes away, is our friend Tom Caker from HawkeyeReport.com, Miller and Condon, on a Friday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106. Des Moines homeowners have two questions. What's the best time to rent out my home, and what's the best way to do it? The best time is when you're moving, relocating, combining households, inheriting a house, or 
You just don't want to pay a mortgage anymore. The best way to rent? Hire Renters Warehouse. Whether you have one home or a property portfolio, Renters Warehouse does the work so you don't have to. They perfectly price your property so you don't have to. They find great tenants in just 17 days on average so you don't have to. And for a small flat monthly fee, their professional landlords manage your property 24-7 so you don't have to. Collect the rent? You don't have to. Maintenance, inspections, and tax paperwork? You don't have to. There's no upfront fees, no binding contracts, and you can cancel at any time. Find out what your home will rent for by calling 515-528-4429 or go to renterswarehouse.com. That's renterswarehouse.com. Renters Warehouse, Des Moines. You can't buy happiness. Roofing.net. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Do you remember the time that Michael Jordan won the first of his 3 P championships? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf Damn to 2 p.m. Global Direct Mail and Marketing is a local design and print shop that'll help you from start to finish. From design to printing and mailing it for you. From wedding invitations to birth announcements. And it's time to be thinking about those graduation announcements. No matter how big or small your project is, Global will work with you from creating a custom design to getting your project inserted into the mail. Global can design, print, and deliver. And Global can help your business grow with custom mailers designed to help you bring new customers through your doors. Located on 121st Street in Urbandale or call Craig at 515-282-3000. 282-3000. It's Global Direct Mail and Market. StraightTalk.com. Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, should give you a, a little bit of a heads up uh, for those folks playing in Claxons. Mm-hmm. One of the questions is, give us a winner in the USFL this weekend. Okay. <laughs> I don't care which one. All right. There's so you got, no point spread. You got eight choices. But we're not giving you those eight choices. You, you got to do a little homework. Your, okay. All right. So if you're going to play Claxons later on, and that, when you, we get to the question is, give us a USFL winner this weekend, and you give us a... Uh, yeah, that's a, that's going to be it's going to be a zero. It's going to be a zip. Yeah, let's get Tom Cakert in here. HawkeyeReport.com. Hello, Tom Cakert. How are you? I'm doing good, guys. How does how does a place hang a number for a USFL game? You know, it's funny. We asked that question earlier this uh, week, and what did Troy Troy Macker bet Rivers? Yeah, right? yeah. And he said they're all two and a half. There was one four and a half. The others were two and a half, and it was looking at coaches, rosters, yeah. a little bit quarterback play. That's kind of all you can go on, though. It's not like you really have a real good feel of what each offensive and defensive right. line looks like in these games. I should ask both of you, the Jenners, how are you going to bet these games? Because I know you are. Week two. 
Wait, wait oh, till you're week waiting two. till week two. That's how you do it. Is that how you're approaching it, Tom? Yeah, I don't know that I'll even get involved in this. <laughs> I'm with you. I've tried in the past. I'll, I'll bet some Premier League games. There, there you, you go. Yes. There you go. Uh, Tom, uh, let's start here. We, we saw it yesterday. We didn't touch on it, uh, Trent and I. ESPN's Football Power Index came out the preseason. <laughs> here come the Huskers. Here they come again. What is it with national media entities and, and their love affair with, with Nebraska uh, seemingly year, it's like me and the Zags. <laughs> They're going to win. Yeah. This is their year. Um, but, but whatever it is, right, it's Nebraska is always overrated nationally. Why, Tom? It, Nebraska, F, that, that thing loves Nebraska and Texas mm-hmm. every year. Every year. It's just like, like clockwork that they, I don't know, I think maybe they love all the clicks they get from maybe. the three million people that live in Nebraska or whatever. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's yeah. just, so the internet's yeah, got to Nebraska? The, it's still yeah, dial-up. It's, it's it still dial-up, okay. It works there yeah, every okay. once in a while. Yeah. You know, it, it stops working sometimes when uh, things aren't going well, though. Yeah, really. Well, Tom, it feels like, I don't know, maybe a bit of propaganda coming out from Iowa City this week because we're hearing from both offensive and defensive <laughs> players, oh, this offense is looking a little different. It's becoming more difficult. Mm-hmm. They're simplifying things. Not going to have as many punt opportunities. I said I was not going to become that jaded sports talker, but here I am. I'm jaded until I see it. I just can't believe it. You're living it, though, Tom. You're talking to these guys. Is it more than propaganda? propaganda. Um, right now, I don't. I wouldn't call it propaganda. I would just call it um, unbridled optimism, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't know. It's just... Uh, um, you know, also we have to note, uh, they're not going up against any of the starting linebackers. Right. Uh, uh-huh. so there is that in practice, Jack Campbell and Seth Benson's hardly working. And I don't think Justin Jacobs is really working. I mean, there's still plenty of talented guys, but Kayvon Merriweather not working this spring. So it's just, it, you know, you're, you're going up against the skeleton crew. I do think they're trying to do some things to simplify, um, what they do. Uh, I, I firmly believe that. Now, the proof is going to come in the pudding, guys. When you know in September, we'll find out mm-hmm. if this is all. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get a look uh, in a little over a week from now right. and see what it looks like. But even then, even if it, they come out and they look like um, you know just this juggernaut, everybody's going to be skeptical, and they should be. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm going to wait until I see what happens in September, and then. If we see it in September where it looks better, then I'm going to be like, all right, this this always true. But now, right now, I'm just kind of like, okay, sounds good. Um, at least you're trying. <laughs> at least you're trying. <laughs> uh, Tom, LeVar Woods met with you guys uh, Wednesday, th- earlier this week anyways. Special teams yeah. uh, fall under his purview. Uh, we, we talked about it's going to be a battle for the kicking position and in, in a, uh, a position that's really served Iowa well, and you could count on it uh, with the, um, you know, need a big kick, and, and the, these guys delivered for the most part. What, uh, what was your takeaway from listening to Coach Woods? Yeah, it, it is interesting. Because, you know, I got to talking about this like last week. I was like, you just think about the lineage of kicker. Iowa hasn't had a bad kicker year in a long time. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember really the last time they've had like a boy. You don't, you're dreading that kicker coming in. I mean, you know, going back to like Mike Meyer and Marshall Kane and Duncan and Racinos and you know, all these guys. I mean, they've been really pretty much money. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, Shudak last year. They've been just rock solid uh, with, you know, special teams and uh, with the snappers and the holders and the kickers. And now, you know, a lot of that's changing. You know, new holder this year, too. Everybody got excited because of, the trick plays are coming because Cooper DeGene might be the might be the holder, and everybody went nuts about that the other day. Um, I'm just I'm curious who they're going to pick uh, for the kicker if it's going to be you know Lucas Maya or is it, you know the the new kid. Uh, I know the 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 new guy uh, Drew Stevens is like mega confident, like he believes he is mm. going to be the kicker. So he's got a big leg too. Um, so we'll see. We'll get, hopefully we'll get a look at some of those guys uh, next Saturday and kind of get a gauge on it because we really haven't gotten that yet. Also hearing from the strength and conditioning coach, Coach Braithwaite, of course, what happened a couple of summers back and everything that transpired inside the athletic department and the football program with Chris Doyle, it's felt like he's just kind of hit the, wrong, the ground running and the it has continued. It's not like there's been some kind of big step back in terms of strength and conditioning. Your takeaway talking with Coach. Yeah, he has kind of, um, I think he's gotten comfortable. You could tell a couple of years ago he was not completely comfortable kind of getting thrust into that situation. Um, but, you know, Wednesday he just seemed totally relaxed, and, and I think he's kind of made it his own program and gotten comfortable making that his own program. Now they're not going to reinvent the wheel. Um, you know, and I was asking him, how do you keep it fresh uh, for training-wise? and. He said, you know, from my perspective, yeah, you might think about keeping it fresh, but there's always new guys that are coming in the program, so it's their first time doing this. So, you know, the, you don't have to, you, you don't really have to reinvent the wheel kind of thing. So he's, um, I, I, you know, you just look at the numbers. Those guys are posting. Uh, everybody's impressive. Uh, everybody's doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's not broke right now. No, that certainly seems to be the case. Tom, have they avoided for the most part? Uh, have you heard uh, any injuries from uh, from this uh, spring camp? Yeah, I haven't heard about anything uh, other than kind of just, you know, every once in a while you'll hear, you know, a guy dinged up or whatever. But you haven't heard about any any uh, injuries at all. Good news, certainly, yeah. there. Over to basketball, the big news yesterday. Yeah. Chris Murray has uh, put his name into the NBA draft Still says that more than likely he's going to be coming back here. Tom, this is something that you've talked about now uh, going on over a month, uh, dating back to the NCAA tournament. But here we are once again. Did you at least have the fan base at HawkeyeReport.com? Did they kind of feel this was coming, or was it Meltdown City on the message boards? Uh, <laughs> no, it was actually pretty good. That's what I thought. You know, I think, I think, and I think it helped the way that Chris worded his statement, which mm-hmm. essentially said, I'm going to do this, but I'm planning on coming back and having a big year. Um, you know, I know Chris got, um, you know, he, he got an evaluation. There's a, there's a process where you mm-hmm. put in for an evaluation and they told him kind of, you know, mid to late second round is probably, um, you know, a spot where he could potentially go if he stayed in the draft. He believes, and, uh, you know, why not believe this? I, I I kind of think that he's when you know once the NBA draft happens, they'll put out their early look at next year's draft, and he'll probably be in about the same spot where Keegan was last year. You know, maybe a late first round pick, something like that. And I think he's got a chance to, you know, he views it. He's got a chance to move up and have a season 
you know, maybe not like Keegan did. I, I don't think, you know, if that it would be great if he does, great for Iowa basketball if he does, but, you know, something where he's he has a really good uh, season and moves up that draft board. And I think it would help, too, if Keegan comes out and does really well in the NBA because then somebody's <laughs> going to say, oh, the twin brother, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Let's let's go here. So, um, yeah, I think he's just going to use this opportunity to get feedback from NBA people, um, you know, spend a month plus here working out with his brother uh, in Chicago and get some training in with some uh, some good basketball people. Uh, what are you hearing from uh, your counterparts throughout the Rivals Network? You know, Illinois, at, at, at Purdue, uh, maybe at Michigan with Dickerson. What are you, what are you hearing as far as uh, guys that, you know, turn the clock back 15 years, that are, they would have long gone to the NBA, but this that position has changed so much. What, if anything, you're hearing as far as some of the bigs that may return uh, for another year of uh, of college basketball? You know, NIL has just changed everything, right, yeah. guys? It's yeah. just kind of because now these guys, instead, you know, like a Hunter Dickinson or um, Trace Jackson Davis or you know, Race Thompson, so guys like that, back, they, yep. they've been gone. They've yep. been gone. They go over, overseas and play instead of playing for, you know, uh, nothing in college. Now with the NIL, you put an you know, like Indiana is basically admitted they're, they've got six-figure uh, NIL deals put together for, uh, Trace Jackson Davis and Race Thompson, and they'll come back. You know, Trace is going to do the NBA draft thing, but more than likely he's going to come back. And I, I'm sure Hunter Dickinson. It, you know, I was I was kind of joking the other day that you know maybe the best thing you can do in recruiting now is kind of find some of those old school bigs because like mm-hmm. Hunter Dickinson, yep, 25 years ago, Gone. 20 years ago, he's a top five pick. Yep, you know, Luca Garza would have been a top five pick. Um, Zach Eady would be a top five pick. Um, you know, all these guys, these bigs. Now there's no place for them. It's wild. So it's almost like you, if you can get a nice NIL deal for those guys and find them, they're going to be around for four or five years in your on your team. Mm-hmm. And and they'll be really good and productive All-American level kind of players. Indeed they will. Uh, a week from tomorrow, right? Spring practice, 945, Tom. Gates open what time? Do you know? I think probably they nine open at nine. Yeah. yeah, I think they open at nine. Um, yeah, so looking forward to. It sounds like the weather's going to be decent. Good. Fingers crossed. So um, that'll be good. Uh, any re- early start? That'll be the weird thing. Is the early for sure? Early start, man. Um, and do you expect any recruiting news this week, uh, basketball or football wise? Anything you're watching? I really don't. But you know, watch something pop. But I, okay. I really don't think anything's going to pop this week um you know they're still going after uh the uh, uh the amic kid the uh, um the, the kid from vancouver um yeah uh utah valley yeah okay. he's he's um and, and they've got um connor turnbull kid that we kind of popped that news the other day he's a big kid who was committed to, to butler He's going to make an official visit, or at least the plan is on Tuesday. And he was he was committed to Butler. He's at Butler today, revisiting things because he got out of his uh, letter of intent. He's going to go to Mizzou tomorrow. He's a Missouri kid from the St. Louis area, and he's going to come to Iowa on Tuesday for an official. So we'll see. They haven't offered him yet, but uh, um, it's going to be interesting to see. I, Fran wants to get a big man, uh, but I think uh, you know the the Utah Valley kid is going to take a while.
because he's exploring the NBA too. And that's June 1st, the deadline to withdraw from that. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, we'll talk with you next Friday. Thank you, Tom. Okay, thanks, guys. Yep, good to talk to you, Tom Caker, as we check in on the University of Iowa. Uh, phone lines open momentarily. It's 515-284-5966. Again, one of the questions is going to be named, give us a USFL winner. A winner. A winner. No point spread, just who wins. <laughs> Love it. One of the games. Got to do a little homework before we feed you at Claxon's Barbecue. First four of you, if you're getting a ring, that means you are in. If you're getting a ring, that means you're in. 515-284-5966. We'll give you four games. You give us four answers. The Whoever gets the most right gets a $35 gift certificate from Claxon's. The runner-up gets 25. 515-284-5966. Miller and Condon back with Claxon's next on Des Moines Sports Station 106. But after that revelation that everybody else is going the, yep. go the other way. We're going to head on out of here, make way for Murph and Andy. They slide in at one, the Fanatics at three. Emery plus one tonight. His guest is Keith Murphy. They got the, they're on the air tonight at six. We will be back on Monday. Morning Rush kicks it off at six. We take over at ten. Miller and Condon Monday through Friday from ten until noon on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO.